Assalamu alaikum everyone. So I've been trying to record this episode for a while. Just haven't had time to do it. But I was recently on Instagram asking y'all, what do you guys want to see next? Got lots of comments, got lots of different ideas. So I will be trying to upload a lot more if I can, inshallah. But in this episode, I'm going to be talking about something a little more heartfelt. And I remember I tried to record this episode maybe like three, four months ago when I first started my podcast. And it just wasn't working. And it wasn't. I retried like five times but it just didn't hit so I I let the topic go then recently this topic came back up again and I went through something recently and I was like oh girl it's time to drop it's time to drop that episode I was thinking about so here I am filming it up in this episode I want to talk about betrayal seeing someone's true colors things of that nature and what we can do to help ourselves through that hard time because it's not easy I think one of the biggest parts about betrayal it really starts off with expectation and this is where we all go wrong okay i'm sorry i know we're just one minute in and i'm attacking everyone i'm attacking myself too when we keep expectations from anyone except Allah, we are bound to be disappointed and i guess like we hear it and it goes in one ear out the other and we get so depressed and shocked but that's that's the nature of human being we create expectations we create standards we create these things then we're all shocked when we get disappointed. But that that's that's the beauty of existence. You know, you learn and you grow. But anyway, so it's really, really easy to keep high expectations from people if they might treat you good, if they're a good friend to you, whatever. And of course, it's good to keep some bare minimum good expectations from this person. But you shouldn't ever rely very big life-changing decisions upon this person. You shouldn't ever sit here and rely on this person to make you happy. You shouldn't ever sit there and expect that this person will come through in your hard times. You know, things of that nature. I bet y'all have read a lot of Instagram little tweets on that. I know y'all have. But you shouldn't ever really rely on anyone that severely. Besides the point, let's get into betrayal. I think one of the hardest parts about betrayal is identifying the situation you thought it would be, the person that you thought this person was, and then the situation it came out to be, the situation... And how you're handling in the way that this person actually came out to be. You know what I'm trying to get at? And it's really important you learn to differentiate between these two people. Because it's it's kind of like two different identities. It really is. The person that you put your trust in. The person that you put your expectations in. The person that you trusted. That you were friends with. Whatever. That person and the person that betrayed you today. And showed you their true colors. Are very different two people. And then eventually after you know you. I guess you could say accept the fact that you've been betrayed, accept the fact that these are two different identities. I want you to sit down and ask yourself this question. And this is the question that might take you months to answer. I don't know. For some people, it takes years. For some people, it takes days, okay? But I want you to ask yourself this. Do you want something to do with this person? After seeing their true identity, after seeing the person that actually came out to be, or after they betrayed you, do you want something to do with this person? And if your answer is yes then I need you to ask yourself once again, do you think in life you can handle being betrayed again? A lot of times in life we become so super sacrificial. We're like, oh, it's okay, I'll patch it up, I'll deal with it. Like I got betrayed, but you know, it happens, it's life. We don't see the red flags. We don't see them. That could be in friendships too. We don't see the red flags. And the red flags are all around us. They're right in front of us. We don't see them. And we try to be super sacrificial because we cannot imagine what life is like without, you know, having this best friend. We can't imagine what life is like with a certain... You know, I guess with a certain person, like, you just don't know what it's like. And this can really go for family as well. You just don't know what life is going to be like without them. But then you need to ask yourself, 
how were you created and how will you die and this is something i remind myself all the time you came into the earth alone you'll die alone and i can promise you that you'll be in situations in your life where you'll be surrounded with a room full of people and you will still feel alone and that's the thing when you're not surrounded with company that reminds you of god that reminds you of goodness you will forever feel alone so then you need to ask yourself this and one thing that i always go through in my brain is i tell myself this all the time i'm like if somebody is going to dim the light of my iman and they're going to spread fitna in my life then i think i will have to abandon them and i know this sounds harsh and people hear this and they're like oh my god that is so mean but i want you to ask yourself like don't y'all think that you should abandon who you must if they hurt you if they betrayed you don't you think that you should leave a situation if it hurt you this bad and it's hurting your iman and it's affecting you it's bringing fitna in your life don't you think you should leave because there is nothing more valuable in this entire earth than your iman your love for god your worship your faith for god there's nothing more important than that no human being nothing so why are you sacrificing your inner peace your spiritual peace let me tell you something i've learned this the hard way you can never just have good physical health that won't always lead to good spiritual and mental health you can't always just have great mental health that sometimes doesn't lead to great physical and spiritual health but one thing that always opens up every single route is having good spiritual health because that leads to good mental health which leads to good physical health now i know I'm, i might get attacked for what i said earlier and yes there's a lot of situations where people you know they start taking care of their physical health it automatically helps their mental and their spiritual yes the routes are different for everybody okay but what i'm saying here is the most set route that always works is that you first got to find it your spiritual health inside of you that is what keeps your soul alive and when you're at a point of depression through betrayal through hardship and going through like the worst things The one thing that is going to revive your soul is spiritualness. It is the love of God. It is seeking God. And I I hate to sound like those people, man. Like I I hate it, but I'm for real. You're not going to be able to resurrect your soul lifting weights at the gym every day. It might feel great in the moment, but your soul needs some love, okay? And that is where God comes into play. Anyway, so you need to really ask yourself this, and I I tell myself this all the time as well. Do not ever, 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 ever owe yourself any guilt if you have to cut someone off for your own mental health, if you have to cut someone off for your own spiritual health. If you see that someone's coming in the terms of literally they're becoming so toxic to you, you don't like the person they've become, they've betrayed you, their true cause have shown, and you realize that you want nothing to associate with, your, associate with this person, then why are you forcing yourself? Allah sometimes puts the red flag literally in front of our eyes. Like it's, it's red, you see it, and you ignore it. And at that point, who can we blame besides ourselves? When someone is taken away from your life, when you're in a situation of betrayal, where you see someone's true colors, where you realize that you've been gossiped or backbite about whatever, when you're in that situation, I need you to I need you to really just remind yourself this all the time. Allah has heard things and seen things that you have not seen. And if you believe in your judgment more than you believe in Allah's judgment, then okay, go ahead. Go, go do what you want. Go ahead. And 99.9% of y'all, I know you believe in God's judgment more than you believe in your own. So you're obviously going to see that red flag and be worried. And when you see that red flag and you're being worried and every single instinct in your gut tells you that you need to drop this person out. That you want nothing to do with this person anymore. That this person is just going to bring fit in your life, hurt your iman and drag you spiritually. That this person might just even freaking lead you to hell. Because let me tell you something, your friends, your companions, your family, whoever it may be, they can either be in support of you on the day of judgment or they can be against you. That's why it's really important that you're careful about the company you pick. And I'll make an episode on that later, but they can either be with you or against you.
You need to ask yourself, can this person drag me to hell? Can this person, you know, cause so much fit and harm in my life that I won't even be able to take care of myself? You, as an individual, are worth a lot more than the bonds in your life, okay? Don't sacrifice yourself for one bond in your life. Don't sacrifice your health. Don't sacrifice your mental, your spiritual. No, why? Why are you throwing yourself in a ditch, bro? You did not work this hard to heal yourself, to set the standard so low. It's okay if you're not accessible to everyone. You worked hard. You were hurt. You were healed. And you you went so far to heal yourself and to take care of yourself. And now that you're going through betrayal from someone you love, from family or whatever, why are you going to sell yourself short? Why? Well, this is something that I tell everyone, especially being Muslim, especially being Muslim. You bring so much value to the table. So much. Like, your value is incomparable i'm so serious bro your soul is meant to outlive this earth it's meant to do some great things okay you have a lot of value in you and the day you realize that the day you walk away from situations that don't deserve you that don't serve you you'll realize that you'll really do have a lot of work and now you may feel hurt you may feel sad you may feel depressed you may feel broken you're like oh my goodness i'm i'm hurt like i know this was the best move for me i know that i got betrayed i know that i see their true colors is the best move but i'm hurt just because you're hurt, that does not lower your value, okay? Let me tell you something. I know it's going to be cliche, but y'all ever seen how gold is being made? It starts off from nothing, and it becomes something. Like, think about it. Your value is not any less just because you're hurt. Your value is not dependent upon people that betrayed you. Your value is not dependent upon your depression either. And I, that's something else I'll talk about as well. I know that a lot of times when we go through situations of betrayal, we go through these toxic situations of like backbiting, gossiping, this, this, and that. We become really depressed and that's that's very common. I think of an episode on how to overcome that as well. I don't know. I talk about it in almost every episode, but your value as an individual. Let me tell you something. I should have said this earlier. Your value and your worth is not determined by this earth. It's not. I'm not big secret. If you don't know that already, it's not determined by this earth. And if you think it is, you'll come to your realization that it's not. Your value and your worth is determined by your spiritual state in the eyes of God. How often do you pray? How much do you reflect on the Quran? How much do you take care of your relationship with God? That is the relationship that will give you respect, success, wealth, and happiness in this earth. I'm serious. And in the hereafter. When you nurture that relationship, everything else will fix out. You'll notice to yourself that if you became closer to God, you lost a lot of things. I know I did. When I became closer to God, I lost a lot of friendships. I have people who see me now and they just kind of stare. Like they just kind of feel weird. It's, 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 it's crazy y'all. Like I remember after seeing my friends after such a long time in quarantine and you know, just become such a more religious person. I've lost lots of friends, but I don't even care. Like why why just nothing to care about let me tell you something and if you're going through that too why do you care if becoming close to god means you have to lose every single relationship in your earth then so be it allah will bring the people that bring value to not just your worth like i said your worth is determined by your spiritual state in your eyes of god and when someone comes in your life and they add to that they help you they grow your iman they're helping you with everything come on bro like, you need somebody that's going to help you heal. You need somebody that's going to really help you in your spiritual state. Stop selling yourself short. And I know that in this world, there's so much fitna. It's so easy to believe that you need to be doing everything else that everyone else is doing. But let me tell you something. The more and more and more and more you try to be different in this world, 
by chasing this world, the more same you'll look like everyone else. But the more you try to chase your Lord, the Ahira, the goodness, the more you'll stand out naturally and the more of an amazing person you'll be. You will easily become distinguished among everybody that you're around. And that's because God's presence is really with you. The biggest thing that always I've noticed helps everyone through betrayal is when you go into such a hard betrayal, you see people's true colors. Like I said earlier, ask yourself those two questions. Is this person the same that they used to be that they are now? And two, do I want something to do with this person? And if your answer is no in 99.9% of the time, it's no, then let it go. Let it go. Don't don't force yourself. Why? If you feel something in your gut and your instincts, I'm a strong believer that that's like your sixth sense, okay? Allah doesn't put those feelings inside of you for no reason, girl. Start listening to them. If you're getting this gut feeling that something's wrong, that this is wrong, I can't tell you how many times I didn't listen to my gut feeling. And I sit here today and I'm like, girl, you're such a bozo. Like, why ain't you, why ain't you listen to yourself? It sucks because I look back at it and I'm like, there was a lot of situations in life that I could have avoided if I just listened to my instinct. Really. And that's why I tell y'all, listen to your gut feeling. It's there for a reason. Allah put it in you for a reason, okay? And if your feeling is telling you that it's time to drop this person and end this chapter here, then do it. I know it's hard. I know it's hard for change to come into the way. I know it's hard to make new habits. I know it's hard to just... I guess you could say, like, if someone's such a big part of your life and they betrayed you, you see the true colors, family or whatever. I know it's hard, but it's a lot easier cutting someone else off now than having them cut you off one day, maybe five years later when you're in deep drowning water. I'm for real, bro. There's been situations where Allah has rescued, not just me, but I've known so many people. Allah rescues you from deep, deep waters that you won't be able to swim in at a really earlier age. Like, he'll rescue you. It could be two months. It could be a year before. It could be five years before. Something that could have happened in your life that could be literally a catastrophe and be the end of your well-being. There's a lot of situations like that where Allah helps you dodge a bullet. And I promise you, that bullet that you dodged was for a reason. It was. And if you trust in that, everything will be okay. There is really nothing bad for a believer. There isn't. You lose somebody and you remember that Allah saw things and heard things that you didn't see. As good as a person we think may be, we don't know what they do in our absence of our company, okay? You don't know if they're talking crap about you. You don't know if all your secrets are being out. You don't know any of this stuff. Because you're not God. None of us are, right? It's only Allah. So when Allah takes away someone from your life or you see their true colors and you're just feeling disheartened because you didn't expect it, well, then that's one. Don't keep such high expectations. I'm sorry, girl. But on two, realize that Allah is literally your best friend. He's closer to you than your own vein. He's right there next to you. Your voice goes up to the seven heavens. He's right there. He's listening to everything. You call out to him and he'll answer to you. It's just a matter of you wanting to. I bet y'all have all heard how if you take one step to Allah, he comes walking to you and he does. Trust me, he does. And I promise you one thing. And I swear on this like i don't swear y'all promise you this you may not see why everything happens on this earth right now but i mm, and you may not know for the rest of your life you really might not but i promise you that there is goodness in every single decision that god makes and when you realize that and you realize that god wants nothing nothing to, from you like he doesn't want to hurt you when you realize that god doesn't want to hurt you you're going to notice your life change. I promise, girl. Mm, believe in it. You're going to see it change.
So now when you're dealing with all of this fifth enough, seeing someone's true colors and their betrayal, it's time you pack up and you leave. Because maybe their identity is not the same as what you thought they'd be. That means you were pleased with the aspect that you thought they were, with who you thought they would be, not who they actually are. And we don't like to serve that in our life. We don't serve the company that isn't good for us in this life. We shouldn't. That same company could be the reason we destroy our ahira. You owe yourself no guilt and you owe yourself nothing. You do not need to be super sacrificial and destroy yourself trying to heal someone else as well. And I wanted to mention that don't ever destroy yourself trying to heal someone else. It's not your job. I know that in life we sometimes feel like it is. Like we need to do it and it's, you know, our purpose and we need to rescue this person. We need to heal this person. We need to change this person. The only person you're responsible for is yourself. You're only responsible of healing and changing yourself. That's it. And when you heal and you change yourself and you become a better person, Allah will bless you with people that are also invested in that same growth that you are. And I want to finish this off with this saying, the longer you entertain something that is not for you, the longer you delay what's meant for you. So ponder on that. Think about that. Let it sit in your brain. Inshallah, this is beneficial for someone. I've gotten lots of different idea requests for my podcast, so I will definitely talk about them. And inshallah, one day, you know, it'll help somebody. So I hope you all have a great day.